You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Salem Tire presents Dave's Corner Garage. Salem, with you through every turn. The following is a paid program, which may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction and, in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, give it a hit. And a, uh, a warm, cordial we got out of this miserable weather. Yeehaw to you, too. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage coming to you from... The studio's here in uh, Tirana. and Not we the garage? You. It's coming from the garage. Well, it's the garage, Burr. you know. We've ding, got ding, some ding, ding. cream and bagels. And we got some, Somebody's uh, up at the pumps. Uh, which Caesars? one of you guys wants to go out and pump them up with gas? Did you I want did the, the spicy one. Caesar with the bean in it? Or, I'd love or no? it. Love you it. would. Love you it. would. We have a great show lined up for you this morning. We have uh, Darren Bostonson from uh, Salem Tire. Good morning, Darren. Good morning, gentlemen. How are hey, you doing? Good. And uh, some interesting stuff about new tires that are coming out and how the weather... Uh, that we had this week, which was so pleasant, how it affects your rubbers and your tires. And we can talk about that later on. Gelman, it's all yours, buddy. Don't put pressure on me. No, no I know that. That was a segue, actually. You're sweating. You're sweating. <laughs> you know, I don't know how many people have cars that have TPMS sensors on them, but those things can, you know, they help a lot, but they can drive us crazy. And we're going to talk about that, of course. I was just in a couple of weeks ago, and you, but the light was on, and you fixed it for me, and now it's on again. I hate those stupid things, eh? Well, you know what? The weather gets this cold. What, I mean, you you know, from the tire business, you yes. can see all kinds of troubles with that. I get it myself, even with my car. All right. Well, we're awesome. going to talk about that after the break, of course. And we've got Kerry Schmidt, our policeman uh, from the OPP, going to be on. Uh, again, we're talking about distracted drivers. And I don't know. The numbers keep going up and up and up. They're supposed to be going down, 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 but they're not. And uh, Well, I was talking to him on Tuesday when he was on uh, telly. Yes. Uh, he was parked, obviously. And he just said, you can't believe... Mm-hmm. The number of people that still are getting nailed, like it just—it's growing. Well, because the number of people who use their phone while they're driving is everyone, pretty much. I think, I think, I think. You know, and 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 you just watch people. I I, I can talk about my wife because she's not in town. But, <laughs> but yes, but, but we you are. Know, you're we having, are streaming you know, the show. You're, you're, you know, you're having dinner or something, and the phone makes a ding or dong, or it's like you know the little message is coming through, and it's like they got to jump and grab the phone and yeah. see what the heck is going on. And it's just going to be someone of their friends showing a picture of their dinner. That's <laughs> about know? it. Oh, it'll be you saying, here, Al's sharing something on Facebook. <laughs> and, of course, down. if you've got any car care questions, we've got lots of experience in the studio. We're happy to take those calls as well. We can fix them. You got them. We could try to fix them for and you. And especially for this hour, if you have any questions about, you know, tires in particular, we're looking for uh, for the rest of this winter. 
And as we get ready for spring, RV shows are coming up. Any questions about that for Tires with RVs? Uh, Darren is in for the entire hour. And anything that may be wrong with your car, there could be making funny noises and not starting in this lovely weather. Well, let Steve try to fix it first, and then I'll give the right answer. That's nice. Perfect. Underneath the bus, <laughs> underneath the bus before the hour begins. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back after these uh, messages. Bye-bye. Welcome back. I'm glad to hear that. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget, you can listen to us online at davescornergarage.com. And having said that, we have uh, a nice present for you. We're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to go to the Leafs play Tampa Bay, middle of March. And they're great seats. So go to davescornergarage.com as we speak it. And you can register to win a couple tickets. You can't wear a bikini in that kind of weather. Uh, you could wear it wherever you want, buddy. I'm, <laughs> You're tough. I'm not going there. Okay. Uh, actually, do you guys have calendars? Remember in the old days, we used to have calendars. 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 You know, with the, uh, you know, nice looking ladies on the calendars and Those holding up the, the big tires. Spaghetti in and that. That's a colander. Oh, 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 a calendar. Okay. You know. Okay. No. Anyways, weather. <laughs> cold weather is here. Okay. Back to our topic. We got yeah, Darren Bossenson here from uh, Sail and Tire, of course. What kind of problems do people see? You know. Because of exactly the the cold weather. Well, typically cold weather. Obviously, you know, we we talk about the difference between uh, all season and winters. Everybody pretty much knows the difference there. Uh, what you typically see, especially in big uh, temperature drops, is mm-hmm. your TPMS sensors may go off, right? Because right. obviously the air inside the tire compresses based on the cold, mm-hmm. um, and then it shows, you know, because it's under that two percent drop in in pressure. So typically you're going to have to air them up and reset the the sensors to to make that go away. I had it happen to me two weeks ago myself. Well, first of all, I mean, tires, in a perfect world, tires leak. Correct. Okay. Um, Of course, if you've got a newer car and the rims are clean Mm -hmm. and new, they don't leak. But but after a couple of years of salt and corrosion, the surfaces get corroded and get pitted, and and then they start to leak. Yes. So, so yeah, I mean, and, and, and of course... It's imperative that keep, people keep the right pressure in the tires for them to perform properly, right? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's the most important part. Uh, not even just the performance of the tire, but your fuel mileage and how the car performs. Well, right. Itself. And it's funny because we were talking about it, you know, in the green room beforehand. Which and, is and, white, by the way. It's not really yeah, Right, right. <laughs> and Darren said, you know, as a matter of fact, my light went on the other day. And I said, well, why didn't you just walk around and see if they're flat? And he said, well, first of all, you know, they're probably a, a 40 or 50 series tire that's so narrow to 35. begin with. 35, okay. <laughs> so you can't even tell no. by looking at it. No. You know, it's not like in the old days. You see the whole corner of the car lying down. You're not going to see that. No. And, and it does affect performance, of course. And, and if there's no air, and, and, and the other problem is, too, is that once the tire is low, its likelihood to come off the bead and lose the rest of its air is, is accentuated tremendously. Absolutely, yes. So what have you seen change in the industry for tires that were made maybe five, six years ago to now? Because you got what's what's the new line of tire that you got right now? Uh, it's called the Inspire, the new model. All right. So yeah. what is that all about? Uh, well, that we've actually done. Uh, we did some testing, independent testing, uh, two different independent companies, one out of the U.S., and it performed at tier one levels. Um, it's about one hundred thirty percent of DOT spec. Right? So for those like me who are the audience, yep. What does tier one mean? Tier one would be your Michelin, Bridgestone, Goodyear, okay, um, your premium brands. Um, then you've got your tier two, which would be like your BFG, Continental, General, that type of stuff. And then tier three is your value line, which is typically offshore product, which is what ours is. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, we're proving it right now. Like you said, your Inspire tire performs at the same rate as a tier one tire. Absolutely. Um, you know, but the price is... Half. So, it, it actually. Yes. 
So why would you not want to do it? Well, what 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 does they change in the tires? Is it is the composition, the rubber composition? Is it it the uh, you know the um, the tread the tread pattern? What, how, what's changed? Well, compounding is a big part of it, right? And compounding is constantly changing. Now right? that's the mixture of that's the, the rubber. That's the mixture of the rubber right. and you know all the ingredients. Uh huh. Um, you know the actual tread patterns do change from time to time. Like the, for instance, the Inspire has 3D siping, so it's basically siping that's. Uh, three-dimensional down through the site mm-hmm. and they kind of lock in uh, so you don't get as much squirm but you still have the traction and they wear down the site comes down with the whole the whole tire it's not just in the the first part of it okay so the so, siping is, is the little slits in the tire correct that try to push the water away yeah so not the blocks mm-hmm. or not not the voids of the tire right but within the block itself you'll have siping and that usually is for your traction and lateral traction etc and if people are concerned about how quiet or or you know, not quite or loud they are. Um, if you're looking at a tire, are you able to tell by looking at a tire how loud it may possibly be? You can, yeah. When you end up getting siping or uh, your voids are perpendicular to the line of travel, you t- typically have more more noise. Uh, the Aspire, we actually tested it, and that was one of the big things that we wanted it to have that traction, have the you know the blocks uh, perpendicular to the, mm-hmm. the line of travel, and have it still quiet, which it is. So. Well, let's say someone's buying snow tires, for example, or so should it, pardon me, winter tires. Attaboy. Yep, um, See, he's getting and, better. He's and, in and, Dave's and, chair. That's yeah, where that happens. That's what happens. <laughs> and, of course, there's a difference in the type of driving that not, you know, not everybody does the same type of driving, for example. Correct. Uh, you know, I, I probably maybe once or twice go up to someone's cottage, you know, on a weekend. But but for those people who are cottagers or live, you know, out in the country, um, they're going to need a different kind of winter tire, Correct. Um, not necessarily. Like winter tires, like if you go back years ago, if you recall, uh, winter tires were very knobby, blocky, right. more void than rubber. Mm-hmm. Now that's kind of gone away and they look, they basically look like an all season tire with a lot of siping in the blocks. That's basically the big change. Uh, and that's why they're a lot more quiet. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I thought the siping was primarily for, you know, drier, wet roads rather than snow-packed. No, no it's oh, for no? snow-packed too. Like when you look at a winter tire, typically it's it's way more sipe than an all-season. Wow. And the, typically the sipes will go down to the bottom of the tread where all-season it may only go halfway, quarter of the way, etc. We're going to well, have to do pictures. I think. We, we need yes, some visuals, visuals And a definition <laughs> of siping. What is a siping? Sorry, your your siping is showing. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, any questions about tires? We're open for you. Uh, your transmissions, anything like that around your car. But especially with the cold weather we've had, we'll take your calls throughout the hour. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I feel much better now. I know what siping means. <laughs> Siping.com. You're all there. Dave's Corner Garage is where you are. We've got tire questions ready for you. If you want to, uh, any questions you got, Darren's here to answer them. He's quite insightful. 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 You've been waiting for that, I did, you? I did. I just came <laughs> up with it. Right, right. Back to I you. Felt, I felt inspired to say something like that. All Perfect. Right. Well, you know what? At, at my shop, Glen Allen, we've been selling uh, Salem tires for a number of years now. Um, and one of the things that I love about them, because you hate when you hear the story where you put a set of tires on someone's car and you call you a week later and go, I got a flat and apparently the tire's no good. Is there a warranty on it? Do they talk like that when they call you? They do. Okay. They do. <laughs> and uh, that's the one thing that I can say about Salem. Well, I can say lots of nice things about Salem, but that's one of the great things that I like about Salem tires is you offer a road hazard warranty. Correct. Yep. And how long does it last? 25% of the wear, like, for the tread depth of the tire. So the first 25%. So I'm going to guess probably the first two years, maybe? Depending uh, on yeah, how depending someone on drives. Depending on how someone drives, yeah. yeah. But okay. typically, if you're going to have, you know, you can 
have problems any time in the life of the tire, but it hurts more when it's in the first 25% because you well, of just course, bought you them. Of course, you just bought them. <laughs> <laughs> They're brand new. Yes. They still have the titties on them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And a big hole in the sidewall. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what happens, though, question? You want I mean, a shovel? What, what, ha- <laughs> what happens, though? That's what they're called, okay? Give me a break. Uh, what, a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but let's say somebody's on a 401 when that tire lets go. Yes. And by the time they stop, there's only two beads left. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing left and no tread. Well, what do you do? Uh, typically, uh, your best, SOL. No, not necessarily. Better call Saul. If you if you go back to your uh, where you originally bought them, they'll have the invoice typically. Oh, okay. okay. That can help. Uh, oh, okay. Obviously, if the invoice was from three and a half years ago, chances are it's you're beyond the twenty five percent wear. Mark, okay, but. so you can bring that 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 bag of cord in, yep. <laughs> two beads, and say. Uh, this is from the tire I bought yeah. last week. Okay. And typically, if someone's going to in driving to destruction like that, there's going to be a lot more damage <laughs> than just the tire. The the rim's probably going to have damage. There's going to well, be true, but you don't have much issues. choice. I mean, I I I've seen it myself. It happened to me where you know I'm I'm driving along. I, mean, I guess I'm doing a hundred k's. It wasn't it was on Highway Seven, I think. And by the time I heard it and was able to stop, and mm-hmm. I I stopped pretty quick too. Yeah. Yep. There was hardly. I mean, there was still a tire, but it was pretty bad. Pretty beat up. Yeah, that was yeah. mass evacuation of the air then, for sure. Yeah, is that Well, because typically, if you knew the pressure was going down or if you had TPMS, you'd, you'd address it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's people that don't address it, keep driving, keep driving, and eventually the air comes out. But if, it, if it's a mass evacuation of air, then yeah, you've got no hope. It's, right. it's going to definitely cause some damage. Consumer question. People have sure. often written into us at dayscornergarage.com that they've heard that when the weather gets as cold as it's been, mm. you should let less air into the tire or put more air, air into it? Well, typically, if your pressures are correct, you shouldn't have to do either. But like in the temperatures that we've had, like when you get down to minus 20, like I said, it's going to show that the pressure is lower based on the you know the colder air in the tire. So right? we were talking in the white room Earlier on today, that uh, I saw a guy at an ESO station trying to—he's filling up with gas, and he's trying to get the little tire tip, valves, the valve tip cap. off the valve cap off the tire, right? Yeah. So he is. The car's go, getting gas in, and he has a cigarette lighter at the cap. That was smart. Not a smart move. No. And I said, dude, like it's going to go boom. He says, no, I'm just going to warm it up. So what? T- what can you put on there to make it easier to get the little? You won't say it. Oh. Valve cap. The valve cap. Thank you. <laughs> I never have a problem with them. Yeah. Well, you said it wrong. No. And I and and this gentleman, <laughs> no. without seeing his car, he could have had metal valve caps, which some people like to use metal valve caps. Yeah. They're, you're going to have more struggle getting those off in the winter. That's why I always suggest for any passenger cars, always use the nylon or the the plastic caps. That's all you really need. Well, it's, believe it or not, but some of the tire pressure sensors, when they originally came, that cap was an integral part of the tire pressure sensor. Because, believe it or not, it was part of the antenna. And yes. if you messed with that. So I, I guess the other possibility, of course, is that if you have the foresight, it's just in the fall or when you're putting them on, just put some WD-40 on the thread yep, and put sure. the cap on. And that, no, that, I always freak out that when you leave, everybody invariably leaves those rubber caps mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the station. Yeah, typically. So okay, is the car going to be okay? The car will be okay. People, people, the valve cap has nothing to do with keeping the air in. It's, ah. it's the valve core that keeps the air in, and obviously the tire itself, the chamber. Uh, valve caps are to keep dirt and grime and all that out of the valve because that gets into the valve. You go to put pressure in or check the pressures, that <laughs> dirt falls down into the seal, and now it doesn't seal. You've got a leak. The proper term is actually is dust cap. Dust cap. Dust cap. As opposed to, what was the other term that you had? Oh, no, 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 no. That's on the tread. You're going down the wrong road with this. I'm siping the wrong way. It's when they're 
making a tire, they're, they're manufacturing a tire, they have to inject the rubber into the mold. And you have to have some room to let a little bit of a, the air out, the vents out. Yep. And that's when little tiny bits of rubber come out, yep. and they're called tire bits. Good. We'll leave it there. For the T. So, what is, for the Inspire Tire, yes. what's your website? People can take a look at it while they're listening Sailing to the show. SailonTire.ca. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You can go to our website and register for a chance to win tickets to the Leafs game. And we'll take your questions throughout the hour, so give us a call. Al <laughs> 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 Stippies are showing right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll here. be right back. You can tell it's cold. Look at him. It's almost spring. <laughs> It fits. It is. Dave's Corner Garage is where you are. The lines are wide open. we got a couple calls to get to. One in particular about tires. Al? Yes, we got Val up in Barry, who's got a tire question. Val, how are you today? Not too bad. Um, I feel like I'm in a rock, between a rock and a hard place. Um, I do my business with my mechanic, and for the last two years, I've been having quite a bit of trouble Um with my tires, because uh, there's a bell that goes off, okay? In fact, it goes off for each tire. Right. So um, he does the changes for the spring. He does the changes for the fall. Mm-hmm. And um, I've told him, I've steadily taken my car over, and they come out and they put air in it. And recently I put the air in it, and I'm not sure how much I'm putting in, because mm-hmm. even if I'm wearing glasses, I can't really see those notches. Right. Very well. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Yes, we all do. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, I I stupidly thought it was rims because um, I accidentally ran into a few little curbs in the mall. (laughs) And um, so I replaced them. But that's not it. And it's still happening. Now, he's aware of it. And I'm just wondering, what can I ask him? What will he be looking for? Is he looking for dirt around the rims? Is a tire itself, like... He's bought them, and Uh they're relatively new. They're only about two years old. Well, a couple of things. I mean, basically, I mean, you could tell them to look for bubbles. Um, Put in a dunk tank or... She used to dance at this club that we went to. No, um, (laughs) bubbles did, yeah. Um, Basically, you You know... Saying dump tank, I don't even know if he owns one, so that's something I'm going to be asking. No, not necessarily. Like you can use, okay. some people have dunk tanks, or you can use soapy water and just spray the the you know the complete tire to look for any. It's obviously you've obviously got a slow leak somewhere, and and a lot of times it can be the rim, and not especially if you have new tires. Typically, all four of them. Yeah, yeah. That's well, you hit a few curbs, yeah, then, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> No, and you've replaced those <laughs> rims that you, that were damaged by the sounds of it. Um, but right. older rims can get oxidized. Uh, aluminum can get can get oxidized. Uh, steel rims can get pitted, and over time, and then you, you don't exactly. Have a so what, seal, right? Val? What you need to do is is tell your guy. I'm I'm tired of coming in so often. So You're when tired you, of coming, that's good. I like wow. that. Oh, I wasn't even. You didn't even know that, that did no, you? No, no, just 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 float. Just keep your shirt on. Um, I'm scared he's going to turn around and say, "You know, I'm sick and tired of seeing you." <laughs> <laughs> well, what what they have to do is make sure that when they change the tires that they actually clean the rims very carefully okay. you know they yeah. either use a wire brush or you know worst case um, bead blaster but you have to get all the old crud off the rim because that metal surface is the only thing you know it has to be cleaned to to adhere to the rubber uh, to stop air from coming in and if there's any kind of obstruction or irregularity you know be it a loose piece of uh, sand or, or aluminum it's not going to hold and it's going to leak um, in a okay. worst case scenario they can actually put a sealer on that bead as well mm-hmm. um, now the other thing okay. to look at I could, sorry to interrupt you I just wanted to take this one step further by saying he's aware of the problem mm-hmm. so he's not saying listen Zell, I need you to get your car in here 
uh, we need to check your tires. So now I'm thinking, you know what? You had your chance. There's two years I'm talking about. You tell them, girl. You tell them. So now I'm thinking of taking my tires to uh, a place called the Tire Guys. Mm -hmm. They want $35 per tire, and they're going to check what's wrong with each one. So... Well, then, you know what? If your first guy's not having su- success, then I would try the second guy. But but keep okay. in mind, if you're using the same rims for the tires when you do the changeover, okay, right. you, you have to make sure to tell the guy when he changes the tires that, again, all the old rubber is off the rims and, and then they're clean properly. Um, and you have to a look good at place to check, too. Right. And that's the other thing I was going to mention is that uh, with the tire pressure monitors, there's rubber seals on each side of those. And they can leak as well. We've been caught with that. Okay. Already? Okay. Right. Let us know how it right. goes, all right? Give us a call in a couple weeks' time. <laughs> I will. Thank and just, you just be careful Bye-bye. with those curbs in the parking lot, yes. right? <laughs> Little ones. I'm tired of being lonesome, so tired. Did you hear that? <laughs> You're uh, on your nope, own, buddy. I didn't hear anything. The other concern, okay, let's, actually, let's get back to the tire pressure as well. I was going to mention to Val, you know, if you're using the old pencil-type tire pressure monitor, t- tire pressure gauge, yep. it's almost impossible to get an exact reading on one of those. Yep. Uh, best to do, and they've come down tremendously in price. You can get yourself a digital air uh, pressure gauge, and um, and that's what you should be using to set the tire pressures if you're doing it yourself at a gas station because, first of all, the dinger on the machine is never right. No. Um, and the system is so delicate that if, if you're only out three pounds from one tire to another, that will put the light on. Yes. So, again, um, Steve's always asking this question, is there a difference between summer and winter pressure? No. The engine, the car is supposed to, you know, work at the same pressure all the time. Correct. So look on the doorpost. There's going to be a sticker there. Mm-hmm. Or it could be in the gas door, or it can be in the owner's manual. It'll tell you exactly what the cold pressure should be, and that's what you should check your set your tires to. Now, what, what I do in a lot of cases, especially if I know it's an older car and I know they're susceptible to leaking a bit, I may go a couple pounds higher. Beyond it, yeah. Yeah, so, for example, if it calls for, you know, 30 pounds, I may put it up to 32, 34. Ooh, yeah, really um, that much? Yeah, yep. but again, it, the, all four have to be exactly the same. I always get concerned when you know it's going to be, say, 32, mm-hmm. and it goes over that. I'm just waiting for it to go boom. No. No, no. no. You'd have to be over 100 yeah, for that. For sure. Well for that over to go. And, the max and, pressure is usually around 50 to 60 oh, that's on, good to on know. passenger tires. And you don't look at day over 70s. Seriously. What was that? You don't look at day over 70s. I don't know what you're worried you about. You want to put your shirt up again? <laughs> He's going to go pow. <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage. We've got... Who's Salem and Mississauga windshield wipers aren't working? We're going to get to that call. And if you have a question about your car, give us a shout right now. Our lines are open. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I want to thank everybody for holding on the line in between the commercials, which pay the bills. we got some questions about tires, and we have in studio Darren Bossens from Salem Tire. Okay, Al. All you right. Keep your shirt on, would you? Well, let's take Salem here. She's been, or he's been holding on for an awful long time. Problem with his windshield wipers, and I'm sure on a day like today, he'll need them. Salem, on line two, what can we do for you today? Hey, make a mistake. Do not make a mistake. It's a he and not a she. I appreciate that. <laughs> Go ahead, he. We can tell. You guys are good, honest. Um, it's always good to hear some professionals. Um, we got you fooled, eh? <laughs> my, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I always have uh, uh, spare rims and spare tires, so I don't have to take the tires out and put the uh, tires back on. Uh, that is the rubber, that is. 
Uh, it's always to have the tires on the rims for winter and for summer separately. Perfect. All you really need to do is just take the whole thing out and put the whole thing back in. That's right. Yep. Uh, the other thing is uh, that I have problem with it's a 2017 Sentra uh, uh, SV. Um, the, the arms of the um, of the wipers, I cannot take them off because the um, uh, the hood is on the way is in the way. Right. Um, is there another solution for that? The reason why I do that so when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to scrape the. T- the uh, um, oh, yeah, wipers okay. off to a... Okay, Al, over to you. Well, usually with, with those, let's call them hideaway wipers is what they used to call them, you know, there's enough protection that you're not really getting that much snow in there. Do you find that it does build up anyways? Well, we lost oh. Salem. You can uh, see the, uh, the wipers right on the, um, uh, on the windshield. Okay, but you're not able to. The only That's possibility, right. I, I, I've seen plastic matting out there that people sell that you can actually put across your windshield. Okay, what you do is you open up one door, you stick part of it in, you pull yeah. it over to the other side and put it on the is other side. Is there a mistake on the, on the manufacturer? No, 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 no. I mean, uh, you know, being quite honest with you, I, I don't lift up my wiper arms. I do. I see a lot of people do it. The, the main thing is, you know, when you still have your glove on in the morning, you've started the car up to warm up for a second, is just grab the blade, make sure it's not stuck to the windshield, okay? If it's not stuck to the windshield, then it's really not a problem. I've always been concerned about you know, lifting, putting the arms up on the windshield wiper, and then they just they don't come down again. That could no, they all well, they usually go down. It's it's, it's I, I haven't really seen it a problem. What I, I what I tend to think though over time is that spring is going to stretch because yeah. you're you're pulling that, and that spring is the tension that holds the wipers to the glass. You ever had it where you're driving along and it's a rainy day or a snowy day? Well, probably Darren because he drives really fast. No, he, he doesn't. He People are listening. <laughs> He's got one those. The, he drives those really hot performance cars. And your windshield, but your windshield mind. wiper, the rubber comes off on your side. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, metal on the glass. That's nice. Well, that's usually when the blade's gone. No, it's just like if it's windy, it's gone. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you want to be very careful with that because it only takes a couple passes of the arm on the glass before you've got a permanent You're calling speedy out of glass, yeah. Yeah, and what I have seen in, a, uh, you know, I've said people come in where they actually took their glove off, put their glove on the wiper arm just so, so no. that it wouldn't scratch. scratch. Yeah, 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 yeah. All righty. We've got another caller here. We've got a question about tires. We've got Tom in Toronto. What can we do for you, Tom? Tom? Tom, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, okay what's you your question? Tire question. We only got about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I put winter tires on my truck, and the truck came with 20-inch tires, but I replaced the winter tires with 18s, even though the overall diameter was the same. Right. Do I continue to run the same pressure as is marked on the side of the door jam, or do I have to change pressures? No, you would use the same tire pressure that the manufacturer of the car calls for. And uh, we have oh. a tire expert here, Al. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Darren. <laughs> go ahead, Darren. Camera forty. Go you, ahead. Are, you are correct, Al. You just Thank you. Uh, you run the same pressure. <laughs> so All right. Regardless of rim size, the, the tire pressure is always one on the jam. Yep. Perfect. Tom, do you like the Leafs? Uh, I love the Leafs. Okay. They would uh, perform a little better than they did last night. Well, <laughs> you know, I think they were kind of Red Kelly. But if you go to our website, you got a chance to uh, win some tickets for the Leaf Tampa Bay game in uh, in the middle of March. So go to away tickets. Go to away What? 
Just have to go to the website? That's it. You can just register, boom, and in you go. I'm doing that now. Is there a skill testing question? Yes, there is. What are those little rubber things that stick out of the tire call? Yeah, and I'll, I'll make sure I answer it for you. <laughs> Don't this give it is away. Dave's Corner Garage underneath the bus and over to you. We've got Carrie Schmidt coming up next from the OPP about new information and what we should not be doing with distracted driving. This we'll is Dave's right. Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, thanks, Al. Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one Canadian consumer automotive radio talk show. And we thank you for the calls. we got a bunch to get to. But first, we're going to talk to the man you see and hear about a lot on the roads, OPP Officer Kerry Schmidt. Good morning, Kerry. How are you? Oh, really well. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Kerry, are you, are you riding in a truck looking down for people who are maybe talking on their phones right now? Well, sometimes we are, and we see these distracted drivers all over the place, and you can you can pick them off them as a mile away because they're weaving in their lanes. They're driving really slow, and and they just they're in the left lane. And they don't move over. You know, all these uh, people that are just completely oblivious to the world around them. And you pull up beside them, and even in a fully marked police vehicle, uh, and they are unaware of their surroundings. And we're actually uh, also using other vehicles, so big trucks, little trucks, transport trucks as our patrol vehicles. So you never know. Uh, when you do that scan before you pick up the phone to see if there's a cop watching you, uh, don't just be looking for those lights on the roof. Uh, you may be looking for all sorts of other vehicles. We may be watching you from all the other vehicles. Well, what is it? The, the people, I mean, you know, you guys done a lot of promotion to say we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we've increased the fines and, and we're going to improve enforcement. Uh, how come people aren't getting the message? Well, just because uh, we are, uh, we are addicted to our connections and uh, our social networks and, if your phone rings, that uh, unstoppable urge for you to pick it up and see who's messaging you uh, is uncontrollable. It's like a drug. Really? And I mean, you know, and you think about how silly it is half the time. You know, here's a picture oh, of here's my picture of a dog with with a pair of sunglasses on. I mean, yeah. like, you know, like who cares? Seriously, how do you know that? Al? <laughs> okay, I don't know what kind of social network you're on there. But... <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> So besides the the people that are, do you find that when when it's when you're patrolling and the traffic is really heavy, saying up the 400 on a Friday afternoon near Major yeah. McKenzie, right, and it, it's virtually stopped, do you find that's when people are most prone to get on their phones? Because absolutely, yeah. you know what, when when they're crawling along, like when you're going highway speed and you got lots of room in front of you and you have that uh, maybe that little bit of cushion, people uh, you know may pull, pull their phones, but when it's really aggressive or really tight traffic and everyone's going highway speed, people are, aren't going to have a lot of time to be on their phones. But as soon as you get into that slow stop-and-go traffic, people get bored. Now they want to check up on their networks. And, and all of a sudden, they're driving along at 20 kilometers per hour. Car in front of them hits hit the brakes, and yep. boom, and they're right into the back bumper. All right, so I'm stuck in traffic. i got to phone my wife because she's got dinner on. What's the proper way to do it? Well, the proper way to do it, if you have to do Show it, up uh, for we dinner. Would, we, would, we would suggest not at all, but uh, before you go, but you can use Bluetooth. That is still legal. If you are hands-free, it is legal. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen many people that have missed their exits and have completely uh, forgotten where to drive when they're kind of consumed in the conversation. But if you are on a hands-free, you are allowed to uh, answer and accept those phone calls or make those phone calls uh, if you're uh, not holding that phone in your hand. Steve? No, no, go ahead. You're uh, okay, but, you're but I can pull over to the side of the road, can I not? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. And that's uh, 
you know, as long as you're parked someplace safe off uh, a live lane, uh, you can't do it at a red light. You can't do it when you're in a live lane. But if you are stopped, your vehicle is in park and uh, you're stopped lawfully, yeah, you can go ahead and you can pull up the computer if you have to. But uh, we would suggest you don't do that on the side of the road because it is a distraction for other motorists going by you. And the last thing we want is for you to get smoke from someone who drifts over and, and sideswipes you. Oh, don't say smoke, because you can't do that in a car either. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no cannabis allowed in the vehicle. Uh, all right, uh, we got Darren right Bossens from Salem here. He's got a question for you. Today. How you doing today, Kerry? Really good. Uh, just a quick question. I've heard different things about what constitutes distractive driving. Is it just the phone, using the phone, or is it like I've heard eating or you yeah. know, putting makeup on, et cetera? That's right. You know, there's been a lot of discussion about that because I know they talk about distractions being all these uh, categories, eating, grooming, uh, clipping your fingernails if you do that in the vehicle. (laughs) That is all distraction, but that is not distracted driving by the definition of a cell phone law. The the name distracted driving, people automatically assume that's the cell phone uh, ticket, and that that is what the ticket is. But distractions can be so many more things. Mm. So really, they need to change that uh, wording to the cell phone law. So if that phone is in your hand and you're using it for any reason, it's going to be that $615 fine, that three-day license suspension, and demerit points associated with it. But if you're sitting there uh, shaving while you're going down the road, you're not going to get charged with distracted driving. Well, your face wouldn't be hard to do, but your legs, that would take some challenge. Okay, or underarm. (laughs) That's a wrap. (laughs) Carry Smith, thanks for joining us. We appreciate Thank you right taking on. the time. Have a great weekend. And he, that was the magic question I was going to ask him. It's 650, first time, eh? Big wow. time. Big time. You know what? In Scotland, it's 1500 plus they take your car away for six months, first offense. Wow. You know how much haggis you can buy for $1,500? You, you can buy a lot of sheep, too, Jimmy. And I'm telling you, uh, I, I feel like a Glenn Livid right now. Maybe a Guinness. All right, but we're taking be, a break. Okay, okay, you go get some. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got lots of calls to get to before the end of the hour, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Waste not, want not, tons of calls to get to. Go for it, Mr. Gelman. We are going to speak to Lynn in Mississauga. He's got a question about nitrogen, I guess. Lynn, what can we do for you? Uh, yes, um, my Jeep um, uh, Compass came came with nitrogen tires, so I they're four years old now, and I go back every three months to the dealer. It's supposed they do it for free. Check and check the tire. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I was thinking that when they do go, that I would buy regular tires. Because I think that those kind of tires would be cheaper, wouldn't they? The uh, <laughs> nitrogen tires would be expensive, wouldn't they? Ow. Sorry, Ow. Darren, go ahead. Uh, all tires can accept air or nitrogen, so there's not specific tires that are for nitrogen. So you, the the tire oh. price will be dictated by what brand or what type of tire or what size you're you're buying. It has nothing to do with uh, whether you oh. use nitrogen or, or oxygen. Oh, I wasn't aware that you, that that the tires could take air. Yeah. But, but if they have nitrogen in them, then you shouldn't be mixing the two, should you? No, you can mix them as well. Like, oh. um, there, there's no issue. Nitro- all, all nitrogen does typically is it doesn't permeate the casing like oxygen does because it's a bigger molecule. So your pressures will stay constant longer. Um, it, it does run cooler. I don't think anybody re- reaps any benefits from that on the on the road. It's more for race cars at, at the track that would uh, see that benefit. And but, you know this how? Um, because I'm in the tire business. Okay. <laughs> okay, and, oh, okay, that's great. And I have another comment for you on the windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. You know what I do because I don't want to take a chance in ripping the rubber. Sure. I pour some of my windshield washer fluid into a squirt bottle, and I go out and I 
put it on the blades and let it sit for a while till it till it uh, loosens them because when I turn on my windshield washer fluid in the car, the the um, the wipers start up and, and and can rip them. You see, exactly. We have a, we have a seat here if you want to come in next week. That's great, Lynn. Appreciate it. So you, so, you just... Yeah, just put some uh, windshield washer fluid in a squirt bottle and leave Perfect. it for a few minutes. Great. Thanks oh, for your great. call. Thanks for questioning. Great question. Uh, bring up a topic quickly. If if someone puts an automatic car starter in their car, make sure that your wipers are shut off the night before, yes. because if it does snow on your car and the arms are covered, the ar- they're going to try to work and they're going to end up breaking. And we had to do a Hyundai today, uh, yesterday I should say, and it was seven hundred dollars for a wiper mechanism. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. All right, quickly we're going to go to uh, pick one, pick one, pick okay, one, pick one. Ray quickly wanted to talk about cell phones. Ray, we got to make it quick. Yes, I have the answer for cell phones. There's only one thing that stops people. Okay. Seize the phone. Okay. After 48 hours, you can go to the police station, admit your guilt, pay the fine, get your phone back. If you want a day in court. We keep your phone as evidence. Here, Your Honor, this shows what time he was on the phone. Mm-hmm. There you got it. All right, Ray, thanks for calling in with that. So I, I hope that works as a deterrent, you know. You think you, you wouldn't use your phone if you thought you'd lose it? Uh, yeah, of course that I would. That would scare you. Yeah, I think it would. But, I mean, the biggest thing, you know, the fines, if they go up to maybe $2,000, mm-hmm. the message may start getting across. But if you impound the car... That gets the message. Yes. Well, true. So you're going to use it, you'll lose it. And, yep. you know, when, when Kerry was talking about when the traffic is bumper to bumper mm-hmm. up the 400 or the or the Don Valley, it's just, it's guilt. I yeah. mean, you look through it, and you were, your face was turning red when he was talking about that. Who, me? <laughs> no, because I did it. That's why. I, same kind of thing. You know, I was in bumper to bumper traffic, and I wanted to call my wife to see what's going on at home, and I, I put, let my foot off the brake, and, and I tapped the car in front of me. I felt like an idiot, and um, I tried to keep it hidden from my wife. Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> what about the person that you tapped? Uh, they were not. Oh, it cost me $800, by the way. Whoa. A tap. Well, because, you see, it's a special paint on the bumper uh. here, and my husband's not going to be very. Oh, my God. It was terrible. All right, quickly. We, oh, we're not. We got enough. We don't have enough time. Aww. So we got to thank Darren Bossens from Salem Tire. You inspired us today. I'm glad I did. And uh, that's the new tire? That's the new model for Salem. And it rates up as good as the best tire on the road. Yep. And it's got 120,000 kilometer mileage warranty as well. So It comes with a tread life warranty. Correct. How many kilometers? 120,000. Whoa. That's great. That's more than you drive in probably four years. And they're half the price, so how can you go wrong? Absolutely. Salem and it comes with, right, and, and it comes with road hazard. Yep. And don't forget, you can get a chance to win tickets to go see the Leafs in Tampa in the middle of March. Go to davescornergarage.com and uh, get a chance to win. Yeah, I want to thank Kerry Schmidt for calling in, taking time from his busy schedule. And please, if you, uh, and when you want to call us from your car, make sure you're at the side of the road. Yes. It would be a good thing. And, uh, you know, may the nitrogen be with you and wire to Willie wherever you are. <laughs> Go away. Go to the Dominican or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Listen, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll have uh, Lee Specials on next weekend for a great, cool show, and we want you to join us for that as well. And thank to our operator. Sebastian. Yes. We're out of here. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.